0: Welcome, everybody, to I'll Hang Up and Listen after a day where we all rejoice to Sabres fans after the uh, much-anticipated Devin Levi signing to a three-year entry-level contract. The Sabres lay an absolute fucking turd in Philadelphia, lose 5-2, to two. <clears throat> and a lot of, not a, let's say a lot of controversy, but some very questionable lineup decisions going into this one, uh, Tyson Jost and... Um, excuse me, um, JJ Paterica out for Victor Olofsson and um, Vinny Hestrosa. And just now, well, just about 10 minutes ago, Don Granada was asked, you know, why that decision was made. And he said, you know, you just can't keep capable guys out of the lineup. You need to keep guys fresh. Um, maybe that flies with other teams when you're comfortably in a playoff spot, Don, but when every point matters and you need to put the best team you can possibly put on the ice on the ice, you put the best team you possibly can on the ice. <clears throat> and I'm sorry, I don't care if Victor Olsen scored twice tonight or not. I mean, that last goal, it was in a scramble in front on, I think it was a two-man advantage. No, I'm sorry. I'm not going to justify just because he scored twice tonight. We're gonna sit here and justify Victor and being in tonight's lineup. He stunk. He stinks. I mean, Vinny is a guy you can plug and play for one or two games at a time throughout the year he is not a consistent member of your lineup there is a reason why he was waived to go to uh Rochester there's a reason why he has been in Rochester all season and it's not and, and there's no justification for playing him over JJ there's just none none whatsoever uh a lot again a lot a lot to be angry about tonight and I'm honestly normally I'll pull up the got the box score. Normally, I'll sit here and go through the game line for line. I'm not doing that tonight. The effort was so bad. The effort was so bad. I, I just, you know, another game where you leave your goalie out to dry. Not on Andy at all tonight. I'm sorry it's not. And anybody watching that game um, who wants to put blame on Anderson, you're out of your mind. Uh, they left him out to dry. Again, more puck watching. I'll bring up the one most like critical one. Uh, on none other than Jacob Bryson in front of the net on the Van Riemsdyk goal. Uh, just literally, he he has he has he has Van Van like on his hip, and instead of just picking his guy up, tying him up, just really doing anything productive, he lets him just stay there and tap that puck by Anderson. <clears throat> inexcusable, man! I just I'm just so sick of watching just this team be so lack so much awareness on their own end. It's so infuriating. And I'm so – I've always been so emotionally invested in this hockey team, you know, for so long. And I let things like this really, like, ruin a night. You know, I'm, I'm not a big drinker. I'm not out for St. Paddy's Day. Like, that's not my style. But, I mean, I need a few drinks after watching that because that's despicable. That was a joke. I mean, how – consistently you go back to the chicago game the columbus game this game the dallas game how how, like in three of those four teams that i just named are bad hockey teams really bad teams and you just don't show up you don't show up you didn't show up like again against a team that's below you in the stands that you need to beat you need these two points you can't settle for one you need both and you don't show up And you take three points out of a possible six on this road trip that is in fucking excusable, inexcusable. And I'm sorry, I'm not going to sit here and listen to this BS about having to keep guys fresh when you need to win. Olsen has proven throughout the year he does not give you the best chance to win. He has scored before this. he scored one goal in the last like 13 or 14 games. Paterka has at least like five points in his last seven and he plays with energy and speed and he creates chances for himself and for others. And you, and and you scratch him. Like, it makes no sense. I was, I was really holding out hope, not hoping that a guy's injured, but maybe it's just like a maintenance thing. Like maybe a pulled muscle, something. No, like that says, there's no excuse for it. And I'm done fucking yelling about it. I'm done yelling about it because that is all on coaching. That's all I'm coaching. It just is. Granado's got to eat this one. He's got to wear it tonight, hundred percent. Marisa, you're never failing. Why why did, did Granado change up lineup rosters? Everyone seemed disconnected. Team lacked energy, push, physicality. Thirteen years and counting lost seasons. Um, <clears throat> tank, tank. Granado is being told to lose better draft pick. Thanks, Pagulas, uh, Chris, uh, front of the program first. Lying two games in a row is invisible. Bryson is a goof. I was hoping Brendan Lemieux was going to kill him. (laughs) Coaching needs to stop playing October hockey. It's March and you're in a playoff race. That's a very good point. That's a very good point, Chris. I like that point a lot. You're playing October hockey in March and you shouldn't be. Um, I I, I couldn't agree with that more. Uh, More from Mauricio. Too many turnovers. poor, Poor puck management. Odd man rushes uh poor defensive play lack of awareness high danger scoring chance all year long can't defend can't protect in front of the net yeah it's it's not new it's not new like it's something we've literally been dealing with all season and it's not like for a lack of ability it's like who, as a defenseman like we're you're taught that you know don't look at the puck when a guy comes in at one of you don't look down at the puck you stare at their eyes. You, you you stare at their hips and their shoulders. You keep them square to you. Don't even look at the puck. And keep your stick fr- in front of you uh, in, in the lane. Um, in front of the net. Don't look at the puck. Find a man, tie him up. That guy was on Bryson's hip. And he just let him by. He let him by. Again. It's just, it's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. Play the first line, uh, the play of the, your top line the past two games has been absolutely gross. Um. These are the kind of games you should win. Instead, you drop a big fucking stinker. These are the times I ask myself, why do I bother putting myself through this year after year with Buffalo? Fuck. I mean, better days are ahead 100%. We all know it. But, like, I want to end the drought this year, not next. You know what I mean? I want want games that continue to be meaningful. Um, Granado is being told to lose. I mean, I don't know about that. Maybe. I'm not going to be a conspiracy theorist. Look tired. I think they're both. I think Dallin and and Tage are still both hurt. Uh, excuse me. Is she back? Um, I think they're both playing through injuries right now. Hundred percent. Tage since. <clears throat> um, I mean, he's still playing at a point per game pace since the All Star break, but I mean, he has not looked like the same guy. He just doesn't uh, to me, at least. Uh, Dallin is definitely injured. I mean, he came back from that ankle. I forget what type of was lower body injury. Or, I can't, I don't know what it was. Uh, came back fairly quickly. I think he understood the urgency, uh, to play right now that he can't afford to miss games. And, um, I think he's playing through, playing through some pain right now. Same, again, same thing with, uh, Tage as well. Um, you know, I'm going to bring it up here real quick. The one play I'm talking about, I did one of my classic, uh, I, 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 I I took the video of the game as, as it was playing and, uh, I just I just can't believe what I was watching. It was just like this is just hockey defense 101 stuff. Like I I, I just don't I, I don't understand it. Like head on a swivel. You have to realize who's around you. You have to be aware of who's around you. I, I just I I Let me see if I can find the video. Um let me see. One second here, guys. I apologize. I'm going to bring it right up here in one moment. Because, again, it's just inexcusable play. Inexcusable play. Um, Here we go. Nope. Where is it? Here you go. I'm going to pull this up right now. And we can all listen to me yell in the video. So um share screen window hold on he's tying a guy up right here there we go share it boom all right guys here comes like another example of why bryson can no longer be on this team next year he's on his hip he's on his fucking hip and he's staring Tie him up. What is so hard about taking a stick, just tying a guy up? This team is incapable of doing this. It is so infuriating. Like, right here. Stop puck watching. Find your man. He's right there on your hip. Tie him up. All right, guys. Here comes, like, another example of why I I just thought – you can't excuse that stuff, guys. You can't. Like it's he's on your hip. He's literally on your hip and you're staring down at the puck. I mean, do you not have peripheral vision? Can you not see him sitting there like right on your hip? It's just inexcusable. It's absolutely inexcusable, and I'm just sick of watching this just lack of awareness in your own end. It's killing it's killing this team. It really is. It's killing this team as much as your as your inconsistent goaltending. And tonight wasn't on goaltending in the slightest. So, again, um, I, I just, I, I don't know where to go from here. Am I off the bandwagon? No, I'm not off the bandwagon until they're mathematically out. But, I mean, today was a backbreaker, man. For a team that you're, you're supposed to be better playing on the road, play better on the road, like, tonight was a real backbreaker. You needed to take five out of six points on this road trip. And to get walk away with three is just, it, it's inexcusable. It's, it's inexcusable. Uh Anderson didn't play well, looked lackluster, lack of flexible. He's 41, Mauricio. Like he's he's trying out there, but you left him out to dry. That play right there, you left him out to dry. Like, I would say four out of those five goals he didn't, didn't stand a chance on. Just didn't. Like, we gotta stop holding this goal, like te- uh, this these goaltenders, especially like Anderson to the standards we did back with Miller and Dom. Like, it's just like these guys, he's 41. You have to play better than that in front of your 41-year-old goaltender. You just have to. He's top, he's top six in the league in save percentage right now. Top six. He has been more than better than average for you all year long. You cannot afford to play like that in front of a 41-year-old goaltender. You just can't. Bryson is uh broken record, poor performance, poor play, inconsistent lack size. No physicality, no intimidation. I agree. I, 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 you just can't justify having him on this team next year. Same with Olufsen, man. Like, you know, I was willing to, you know, to defend Olufsen at certain points this year because you just can't, you just can't replace a thirty-goal scorer easily. Like we make it seem so easy, we just don't. But he's a minus twenty-two before tonight. Yeah, sure, he has twenty-six goals in the season, but you want know any points that equates to? Thirty-five. He has a 26 goal scorer, but only 35 points with how many games left in the season? We're at games that was game 68, 69. I mean, that's what 13 games left in the year? 13? Like, he's not even he might not he might not break 40 points. You may have a guy who has 30 goals on this team, not even not even touch 40 points. If he doesn't collect another assist all season and still scores thirty, he will not even hit forty points on the year. I mean, <clears throat> I hope, I hope he gets thirty goals because that means you sell high on him in the off and hope somebody like Philadelphia. I'm sorry, they don't have Chuck Fletcher anymore to make that deal. You hope some team out there is desperate enough for a, for for a, a you know some, a goal scorer, a guy who could perform on your power play unit and is willing to give you maybe a a, a top maybe not. I, I, I I would, I would say normally you get a first-round pick from a 30-goal scorer, but I don't know if that's the case in this situation because of how bad he is, you know, everywhere else on the ice. Like, I don't know if he gets you a first-round pick. A second-round pick, sure. I don't know if Victor Olsen gets you a first-round pick. I just don't. Um, and, I mean, I would take I would take two Gergensons over for getting – you know what I mean? I would take two Gergensons over – over Olsson right now, I would take two Peyton Krebs. I would take two Casey Middle stats over one Olsson. Like, you just can't justify to me this guy being on this team next year. He hurts you. He hurts you more than he helps you. Like right now, you need him scoring at that clip that he's capable of scoring at. But I, I think he, and I think he does have three goals in those four games. But they're useless goals. They're meaningless goals because you're not putting the right team out there on the ice. And, when they, and the team that is out there, they're not competing. They're not showing up. It's gross, man, the lack of effort and the lack of urgency. It's just like play with some fucking nuts out there. Jesus. Don Sparazza, this is absolutely no defensive awareness at all. Uh, also, we make no freaking moves during the trade deadline. I expect to do well. I don't understand the fear of making moves this is why we're out of it. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the plan was to not falter away from the development of your talent you have now. But I've always been on the wagon of you. You had the ability to do both. You just did. You really did. You you could have you could have stuck to the plan and still develop the future. I mean, I'm not I am not giving up on Jordan Greenway this easy, easily. Like I mean, he's not. He, it's not like you went out and got Patty Kane, a guy you expect to, to contribute immediately. But the areas you want Jordan Greenway to contribute in, like the physical side of the game, he hasn't really done that much yet. Um, you hope that he does. But Jordan Greenway, except for maybe one or two games, has been kind of invisible out there. I'm not going to give up on him. I, he's on a new team and a new culture, new coach. new coach. It might take a while for him to adjust. But uh, the things that we wanted to see out of him from the physical standpoint, it just really hasn't been there yet. I hope that changes. But – yeah, the Riley Stillman, that, that move isn't good enough. It just isn't. You know, defensively, I mean, you know, and now that you've locked up Devin Levi, you know, uh, on an entry-level deal, and I would expect him to get games this year, and I would expect him to be much in, you know, not he's not going to be in Rochester next year, I don't think, that's for sure. Um, but um, you know, now that you've locked him up, you have to address your blue line. You just have to. You, you, you can't go out and make another Labushkin deal. You can't go out and make another, I think Riley Stillman's going to be the, the, the solution. You have to go find a guy to play with Owen Power. You know, you need your top four to be Dolly and Samuels and Power and fill in the blank, whoever that might be, because you cannot justify not, you know, running the same defensive corpse back again. There is no fucking way, man. No way. No way. And Riley Stillman ain't it, man. He's just not. He's not the guy. You know, he, maybe he brings you some hit, some physical presence on your blue line, but he's a bottom pair slash seventh defenseman. Just, it's just what he is. You know, um, that's what he's always been, Has been. Uh, I, I just, I, I, I. You can't run it back like this again. You have to find, you have to find a solution, whether in free agency and trade, and you, you, you can't afford to have Bryson on this team again. He's, he's a Rochester guy through and through. Um, you know. I'm sorry. You know, I'm sure he's a good guy. I'm sure he's going to locker room, but you don't get points for being a nice guy. Um, And I think it's about time to start having the conversation about Kyle Ocposo. I, I love Kyle as a captain. I think he's been a, a great leader for this team, but um, I hope, honestly, personally, I, I, I don't want them to bring him back. on uh, Even a one-year deal. He, he's, he's got to take a step away. I think his career is over after this season. I hate to say it. I'm not going to sit here and, because I think I still think he's a capable player, but he, he's just so far behind the play a lot of the time. And um, I understand that he adds so much leadership, and he's a great captain, and he's a great guy to have around the youth of this team. But, I, I mean, unless you're completely overhauling other parts of your roster, I, I just don't know if you can justify bringing back Kyle Oposo. It's just me. I don't think he can. Um, another, another comment here. Team is full of excuses, justifications. Where is the accountability? Fight a top four defenseman, defensive-minded centerman, a goaltender. Bryson needs to be cut tomorrow. I I, I don't agree. I I mean, I don't disagree, sorry. Uh, No urgency, no emergency, no drive. No one cares enough. Coach, GM, show some pride. I agree. Retire, cut Anderson, Ocposo, Olfson, and Bryson, please. I mean, they're not going to cut Anderson. Um, He's here for the rest of the season. You don't disrespect a guy like that who's done a lot in this league and you know, obviously means a lot in that locker room. But I mean, next year, I not hes not back. Um, I mean, I, I I'm—it's hard for me to say you bring Ekposo back. I, again, I love him, but I—I I don't think you can leave, give him another roster spot on this team, and hold it away from a guy like maybe it's Savoy or Kulik or whoever it might be, or somebody maybe via free agency or trade. Like, I, I just there's nothing he's really shown me on the ice this year consistently enough that you can sit here and say like, yeah, he needs to be back next year. Um, and he needs to be your captain. Uh, it has been a good captain this year. I think he's, he's helped in a lot of ways that he's helped, you know, the youth and move that move these, help these players learn how to be a professional and how to, how, how to play at this level and what you need to do, especially off the ice to play at this level. But uh He's it's always a step behind a step or two behind the play, and I just don't see them rolling him running him back next year. Um yeah, but outside of that, man, I I mean I don't have a lot left to offer on tonight's game. Um depressing. So depressing. Um I still didn't turn it off. I should have. Um, especially after going down four nothing. Um, uh, a lot of games this year, even being down two or three goals, you still find faith that they'll find a way to claw or scratch their way and make it an interesting game. But that wasn't the case tonight. You could tell right from the jump, man. Like I just, they, they didn't show up, didn't show up. So, uh, remember guys been brought to you by outlet liquor, the place to buy a case over on Georgia Urban Boulevard. Uh, don't haste go buy a case for your, all your savers game day, game night needs and your March madness needs. Uh, March Madness, big upset tonight over uh Purdue. Um, number one ranked team falling due. I, I don't even know the team, but I saw highlights and it was wild. Saw broken whiteboards in locker rooms and you know, a team that didn't show up to against a team that did show up, uh, and played for the moment, uh, and upset a number one ranked team in the nation. Uh, Sa- Sabres, you know, fail again to play for the moment. Um, Adam's family should have traded or signed a defenseman and goaltender. Um, yeah, um, definitely a defenseman, without a doubt. And um, yeah, I just it's it's gross. It's absolutely gross. Um, again, I just uh, I, I I don't know. I, I don't know. And just you know, you got your coach justifying playing guys who are. Inconsistent and just lack the skill. And I'm not saying, you know, IQ for one of them. Um, and you, you keep out guys that are beneficial to your lineup every night. Uh, Jost, after having that beautiful goal, after a, a, a line that I thought gelled well together with Casey Middlestat. <laughs> and then Paterka back on the kids' line with Quinn and Cousins. And they were producing, they were creating chances. I mean, they didn't win, they only got a point out of it. But um, I think JJ Paterka has been noticeably one of the better players on the team over the last stretch of games. and I just don't know how you justify keeping those two out. So, woo, I apologize, guys. Uh, yep, yep. Three losses in a row. Bruins next game, next loss. I mean, I hope not. I really hope not. I'm also sick of hearing from the Sabres about how nice guys playing, simple, not following the game plan. Excuses, excuses. excuses. We have we have to man up and play some grit and actually fight back. Yeah, J.J. – I mean, sorry, uh, Peyton, Peyton Krebs can't just be the only guy always being that ball of energy and, you know, being the physical guy and getting in the scrums. Like, you know, I'm not going to say his team needs a delic- Nick Delorier, but Nick Delorier, like, he serves a purpose for Philly. I mean, it's a losing team, but teams value guys like him. Um, guys like Keegan Colasar. Um, you know, guys like Boone Jenner. I, I, I just – you know, I, you need guys like that, like Marcus Foligno, Nick Foligno, guys who play with an edge who can put a puck in the net every once in a while, like uh, guys who, you know, really fill that leadership role that you're looking for but have are very capable on the ice. So you need guys like that, and the Sabres lack that right now, um, and hopefully they address it in the offseason. I really, really hope so. Uh, guys, uh, this has been I'll Hang Up and Listen. I am Dwayne from Two Goalies, One Mike, brought to you by Outlet Liquor, the place to buy a case. Uh, you guys have a good night. Uh, this is a short one, just under a half hour. Uh, enjoy the night. Go Sabres. And uh, so happy Devin Levi Watch is officially over. Um, here's to the future, and uh, we'll see the Bruins soon. You guys have a good night, and happy St. Patrick's Day. Let's go to the Blue Hotel. I want to at the Blue Hotel. The podcast that goes everywhere the imagination dares. It's for the open minded, the pleasure seeker.